They whispered to her, you cannot withstand the storm. She whispered back, I am the storm. This is one of my favorite sayings, and I even have it on a painting in my home office. This podcast doesn't solely exist because of the power of my experiences, though they are a big part. This podcast exists to provide other people hope that through their storm, they can keep dancing. When I was a child growing up in Flint, Michigan, my mother was always the smartest, strongest, bravest, and one of the healthiest people I knew. She was beautiful inside and out, and I don't recall her ever having as much as a headache. And she was a proud woman. And even today, while I'm recording this podcast, I'm mindful of what I'm going to say about her, making sure that I stay respectful of the woman she was, but being true to my experiences and what I want to share. As I think back over that time, I mentioned to a few friends that I thought my mom was sick. There were several things that made me feel that way. She seemed tired, and she didn't have that normal, stronger-than-life persona that I knew my entire life. I spoke to my mom about my feelings regarding her health and had actually scheduled a flight from Georgia to Michigan to take her to some appointments. Towards the end of her life, my mom was showing the signs of death labored breathing, talking to spirits, and gazing just beyond the human person in front of her. I knew she was doing this, but I had no idea that she knew she was doing it. One day, she said to me, she said, Bev, you know when I'm looking past you? And I was thinking to myself, I didn't know that you knew that anyway. She said, I'm talking to Jesus. I think for me, my issue was being respectful for whatever process she needed to go through and not wanting to cry. I was curious, but I just didn't want to make her uncomfortable. And it was still that mother-daughter relationship. Again, as I said, my mom was a proud woman and I just didn't want to, I wanted to stay in my own lane. And this is something that some people will never experience uh, going through the process of losing a loved one. And then some people like me will experience it several times throughout their life. And it's unfortunate for me that I think I got more comfortable as I spent the time going through the phases of death with my mom that it prepared me to go through these same phases with with my husband, Ray. Just prior to my mother's illness, Ray, well, I should say prior to her diagnosis, because we knew she was ill, but Ray started complaining of stomach aches. When he was younger, he was diagnosed with stomach ulcers, and the current stomach pain convinced doctors that those ulcers had flared up and that that discomfort he was feeling, which was constant, was probably something that could go away with medication. 
But as the weeks and months had progressed, it became unbearable. And he grew it grew increasingly painful for him just to sit up or to move around. And, and in the days leading to my mom's death, it just seemed to progress. He was relatively close with my mother. And two years prior to this time, he was dealing with the loss of his own dear mom. Well, we all associated this pains that, okay, he's just having some stomach aches, he's nervous, or the pressure of a job. He's worried about my mom passing away. And all of those things probably were true, but who knew he would have pancreatic cancer? Through the pain of losing my mom, Ray was a big help. I knew I could count on him. He was there every step of the way. And unfortunately, four months, my mother lived four months. They said three weeks, but she lived four months. With Ray, they said two months, but he lived eight. And I will say that as people, we don't think that we are strong, but we actually are much more stronger than what we could ever imagine. And through life, with all the different adversities and obstacles that come your way, you can keep dancing. Thank you for listening.